Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. What's going on, School of Sales fam? Macy McNeely here. I pulled up to the office basically on two wheels to record this for you. I've been in conversation with a few people and just have a message that I really believe is important to be aware of and know about as you go into your personal development and business development journey. I believe in for us to never, ever, 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 ever niche. I know that's an overstatement, but it's kind of in my bones of why I believe this. And I want to talk about why. First of all, I know niching is important. Okay. I see the benefit. I understand why it matters. I see why people would say riches are in the niches. I literally understand. And I do actually think sometimes we might be making it harder on ourselves by not niching. And I understand why people do advise us to niche, but it is against one of my core beliefs that I'm going to talk about with you today. As humans, we love to be a part of a tribe. Okay, 
We want to feel a sense of belonging. We want to feel a sense of safety. And being in a tribe is part of that. And I know that I almost instantly feel that safety when I am talking to someone who does what I do. Even if I just meet someone and they're like, oh yeah, I have an online business and you know, I have online courses. Like, like that's what kind of happens inside of me. A big like, like sigh of relief of they get me. Someone else that comes to mind is Chelsea Winstead. She's um, one of my like friends that I love to talk shop with. We don't talk super often, but when we do, it's just a, like my walls are just down. I know I can call her anytime. I know that she like can text me anytime because we just talk shop. And you should have people like that in your life. You should plan time to be with people who get you. I Chelsea and I talk about all the time how we want to have a slumber party and just talk shop and be with people who understand us. The problem is that people look, tend to look for personal development opportunities within people that are in their tribe. So they might say, hey, like I have a course who for photographers. And that's a niche. Like I teach photographers how to like make $10,000 months or whatever. And that's a niche. And so every photographer comes together and they all get each other, right? Another example I want to use is life coaching. A lot of you know, I'm in the process of getting certified and it has been such an interesting perspective coming in as someone who originally is a business owner and sales expert and then secondhandedly wants to get the certification. Not everyone, but most people are coming in wanting to get the certification and then be a business owner second, or they are in a career and they're about to retire and they want to start something different. That was kind of the two groups that I noticed when I was at the in-person certification four-day experience. And like people in that scenario are already in a tribe in some form or fashion. They're either like in a stay-at-home mom tribe, potentially, right? They have like friends that are stay-at-home moms. They do things with other stay-at-home moms and that is their tribe or they're a corporate tribe. And getting this life coach certification and going into this business owner identity is forcing them to essentially leave the cave of safety with their tribe and go and find a different cave. Now that cave is not guaranteed. They're literally leaving the cave and like frantically looking for a tribe to join that may or may not be there. And so when they're leaving the cave and they're looking for a tribe and they see potentially a leader of a tribe that says, hey, I teach life coaches how to X, Y, and Z. I teach photographers how to X, Y, and Z. I teach real estate agents how to X, Y, and Z. Whether it's build a business, make this much money, have sales. I teach them how to market, whatever. And they see that from their cave that they're leaving and they run. And they just get embraced by them because it's like that feeling of, oh, they get me. They know what I do. They understand the value they get why this career is noble and important. I don't have to explain myself, right? And that makes so much sense. Everything about that makes sense. From a human brain perspective, I get it completely. 
This is also one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. When you're with a tribe that gets you, just like we talked about, you don't have to build value of what you do. They already know. It's like unspoken. You don't have to handle an objection. For example, for life coaching, you know, it's an unregulated industry. And I know a lot of people question life coaching because it's like, how are you getting certified if it's not regulated? Like that doesn't seem, you know, good or that doesn't seem valuable. And so when you're with a bunch of life coaches, you you guys can say huddled around and say, oh, they don't get it. They don't understand like, and almost potentially kind of subconsciously stiff arm them. When in reality, they're probably someone that needs life coaching the most. They're someone that needs you to explain and change their perspective and build value the most. Another thing that's a big problem is when you're with a tribe that understands what you do, you all start speaking the same language. And that language typically turns into jargon. You might use phrases, words, concepts, ideas. They're very easy to understand with each other because you are talking shop. And then you go into a world who has no idea what life coaching is or who has no idea the type of business you could build as a photographer. And it's not clicking for them. In fact, it's going in one ear out the other and it's very confusing. And then they shut their brain off. Humans want to conserve energy. Anytime something feels hard, their brains naturally shut off. It's like the last time you read a textbook that was very hard to understand, your brain did not want to focus because it wanted to conserve energy. And when you're around people who only get what you do, you aren't having to work hard to explain things simply. And I'm going to be honest, making things come off simply is way more difficult. I think it was Albert Einstein who said, if you can't explain something simply, you don't know it well enough. And you just put yourself in this trap of like people not understanding what you do and you not even putting yourself in an opportunity to practice communicating well. And this is why I believe in never, ever, ever niching for school of sales because it is of the utmost importance that you are in a circle of people in your lab that might not understand what you do. Like you might be a dietitian, but they don't understand like why you coach people on their gut as a dietitian. They don't understand the power of the gut. They don't understand like why that matters. And so you have the opportunity for eight weeks to be in a circle and build value simply. And you get to watch them in real time, see if it clicks for them. You can tell just by their body language, by the way they nod their head, are their eyes shifting, are you losing their attention? And that right there, that interaction is invaluable because you can know, hey, that's not hitting for the average Joe and I am communicating to the average Joe, right? And I have to be able to connect to the average Joe so that they want what I have. And being in that circle and doing that consistently is is critical. It's imperative. Another thing I see a lot of people teach when they're in their kind of world is like how to handle 
a like specific call. Like maybe it's a sales call or maybe it's a consult call or maybe it's, you know, like how to handle a specific sales call, right? And that also makes sense to me a million percent. The problem is not necessarily the call. It's really getting people on the call. It's the communication of the of what you do and building the value of what you do to make people want to be on a call with you. This is why we always talk about that sales is a process, not an event, because like that call is an event. And people think that that event is the end all be all when really that's just a part of the process of the sales process. You can think about it like an election. Election day is when you cast your vote. It's not the day you decide who you're going to vote for. And people assume that this call is like the big election day where someone like makes the decision. Nine times out of 10, they've made the decision before they even get on the call. And that's where this sales messaging is so important is that you're communicating because your Instagram, hopefully average Joes are following you, right? And when I say average Joes, I just mean people who aren't life coaches. People are following you that are prospects and that see the value, understand the value and are moved to take action to book a call. And that's why sales skills are absolutely critical from beginning to the end of your sales process. This is another big whoopsie is people get in these tribes of people that do what they do. And then they're in a bunch of circles with people that aren't prospects. I'm sorry, but that's not helpful. It is so helpful to have these tribes to come to, to like relax. And like I said, talk shop and have friends and community, but being in circles of people who have no idea the value of what you do. Cause like even like a teacher, right? Like we know what a teacher does, but communicating the value of math, communicating the value of mastering algebra, even as an adult. You know, like if you are an algebra teacher, there you might believe that that's important and being able to sell that idea to someone who might not believe that that's important is, is the most important thing that you can master. And the best part about School of Sales is that while you are leaving a tribe of people who get you and going to a tribe of people who might not get you, you still join a tribe. You join a tribe of people who want to be better. You join a tribe of winners. You join a tribe that believe that sales skills are life skills that pull for you, that encourage you and love you. It's just a different tribe. It's a tribe that you learn from versus a tribe that you feel safe in. And the good news is the the school of sales tribe while it might not feel safe to you in the sense of you were trying something new, you've never done this before, you're practicing out loud, and that might feel really scary, it really is safe. It's a safe place. You can't lose. People are going to cheer you on no matter how well or how poorly you feel like you did in your practice session. And your coaches are so fully equipped and trained to meet you where you are, to water the seed that you are and help create that beautiful environment where you can grow the deepest roots and be the most beautiful, most luscious tree that you didn't even know you were capable of. 
And so if you look around right now in your life and you realize, man, I'm in the circle of a lot of people that get me a little bit too much, now is your time to get in a place of people that might not know you, might not understand you, and could very well be prospects for you. School of Sales, it closes, the enrollment closes on July the 17th. This is the, in my opinion, best program on the market. It is the perfect environment for you to learn material, but also practice, repeat, and rehearse so that you can feel so confident no matter what market you're in, no matter who you're in front of, no matter what objection or rejection information you get. And you can walk away knowing exactly how to get someone on this consult call or on the sales call and know exactly how to close that call and keep someone excited about the process. If you have any questions, please message us at The Guide Culture. We also have some info calls coming up. Uh, there is one that is happened that happened on July the 12th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. But if you missed that one, we're actually doing one on July the 14th. It's going to be an evening one at 8 p.m. Eastern time. All the information is going to be in the uh, show notes below. Just come, like come be a fly on the wall. Come and see if it's a good fit. Come and see if you are in a place to get the most out of this training. Uh, it really is a great place for you to get an aha moment also. And, and I think you might be surprised by how many people that you can relate to, even if you're not in the same industry. I hope that this was helpful and I hope to see you inside of School of Sales.